Welcome to the Living in Freedom Everyday Podcast, hosted by writer, speaker, teacher, minister, and soon-to-be doctor, Charity Miller. The Life Podcast is all about how to find freedom from the baggage and hangups in life that try to drag you down. Charity and her guests will discuss topics such as grief, marriage, friendships, ministry, community outreach, and so much more. Hi, my name is Mike. I'm Charity's husband, producer, and sometimes co-host. Right now, let me put my producer hat on and welcome to the microphone, my beautiful wife of almost 30 years, Charity Miller. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Living in Freedom Everyday Podcast. My name is Charity Miller. This is season one, episode two. On today's episode, we are discussing what grief is. I am joined today by my producer and husband, Michael. So sit back, lean in, and let's walk out this life together. Again, welcome everyone. Um, Today we're going to start on our journey of this season, um, talking about grief and um, delving deeper into what grief is today. So the dictionary... um, Meaning or definition of grief is a deep sorrow, especially that caused by someone's death or loss. Another one of the definitions is trouble or annoyance. Like when we say, oh, good grief, like someone's annoying you to the point that you are, you are overcome by grief. Um, it, definitions of the word don't do it justice Don't give it um, as much weight as it carries in most of our lives. Um, Like we said in the last episode, a lot of pastors or people who speak at funerals, not necessarily just pastors, but anybody who speaks at a funeral, whether the person was Christian and they know beyond a shadow of a doubt or non-Christian and they have no clue, they still always say the same thing. You know, we don't grieve like everybody else grieves because... Um, we are Christians and we know where they are. Well, what happens when you don't know where they are or when you're not a Christian and you don't understand that, or even when you're a Christian and that overwhelming grief happens? Um, um, Just because someone says that doesn't take away the grief and it doesn't allow you to know Um, where your identity is in that grief or where you fall into that grief pattern. Um, Those pastors or those people who speak at funerals do have the right idea. It does come from a biblical standpoint. It comes from several verses that people have kind of combined together to come up with this fancy message that they then preach at everybody's funeral, no matter who it is, Um, whether they've known you their entire life or somebody they just met, or they don't even know you at all. They met your mama and mama said, hey, I need somebody to preach my baby's funeral. Um, They just tend to um, combine all of these and make this feel-good message out of it. Um, Matthew 5, 4 says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And then Psalms 34, 18 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. And then John 14, 1 through 3 says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. So these are great words of comfort, comforts for families. Um, I know my Uncle Bobby said them during my father's funeral. 
Um, Pastor Rick said them during your mother's funeral. Yep. Um, uh, who was it that preached your father's? Uh, that was... Someone from Highlands, wasn't it? It was Tyler. Was it Tyler? Yeah, okay. It was, it was a gentleman that we used to know at, at our church in Alabama, Tyler. So yeah. yeah. So Tyler said them during your father's funeral. I'm 90% sure they were spoken during my mother's, um, both my grandparents' funerals. Um, they, they've been spoken a lot. Um, when I had a friend in high school... <clears throat> who passed away, um, it was spoken at his funeral. It was spoken at our friend Jason's funeral. It was, there's, it's always this, this comforting message that these pastors preach. It's always the similar um, message. And they're great words of comforts for the families, sometimes, not always. Did it comfort you to, to hear what they had to say? Well, I mean, you know, I, I think the difference with um, all of our loved ones uh, that have passed recently is the fact that, you know, we we knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that they were believers. You know, they they were, um, you know, Christians. So um, whether they said it or not, um, you know, uh, at least for me, there was there was peace. There was you know there was comfort in knowing that. Yes, you know, we know where they are. So that, you know, that really helped me a lot. You know, that, that, that really helped me to kind of not stress over anything. Now, I had a friend, um, and I'm not going to name any names, but had a, a very close friend um, that spent a lot of time with me right. um, that, that passed very unexpectedly. Um, yeah. Has it been a year ago now? A little less. Yeah. Um, and... Even though him and I had several discussions on faith, and at one time we know he was saved, and it one yeah, it well, and and at one time he you know he he at least walked down to the front of the church <laughs> and and did the thing, um, you know I th- there are times where I I kind of questioned you know what his relationship with God was, and in that one, you know it almost kind of angered me because again, it's kind of what you were saying, you know, everybody on the Facebook comments and everybody was like, Oh, oh you we're know, sorry. you know, we know where I, he is. We know you're those, watching yeah. over us from heaven and all that kind no, of stuff. Not. And, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, those are, those are all great things to say. They're all comforting words. Right. But you know, the way I read my Bible, not everybody goes to heaven. Nope. And I he wish some people will not have yeah, known. And I wish that I could could, you know, sit here and, and and paint you a happy picture that everybody does, but not everybody does. That's just the way that that, that I believe. That's the way you believe. And mm-hmm. so sometimes, again, like you said, it's just said to make you feel better, whether mm-hmm. it's true or not. But whether when we it, know or not. Yeah, yeah. But when it's true and you have that confidence, it does make it easier. Right. Like with your father, I can beyond a shadow of a doubt know he's in heaven. It's like I told you once, you know, if Glenn Miller is not in heaven, there ain't no snowballs chance and you know where for the rest of us because he was probably the most Christian, walked and talked his walk with Christ every day, yeah. all day yeah. that I've ever met. Yeah, if, if he didn't get to heaven, then he passed it. <laughs> he kept <laughs> he ran on past going. It, right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's probably the only way he didn't yeah. get to heaven. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then knowing my father right afterwards was like, you know, I know he went to heaven. He taught me who God was. I know he had a relationship with Christ. He preached it and spoke it every day. And, you know, if if those words didn't bring comfort to the two of us, 
would those not would that knowledge in our heads like what does it do to people who don't have the knowledge of Christ? Like yeah. we So you're saying you saying that did not bring you comfort? It 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 brought me mm-hmm. because I have the knowledge of knowing that he's in heaven and I have the knowledge of what the Bible says and I have my relationship with God. The comfort was there, but it's almost as if sometimes we as Christians sit in that pew or sit in that chair and hear those words and go, oh, well, I'm not supposed to grieve. Or no, I'm not supposed to, you know, I'm not supposed to feel bad or I'm not supposed to be sad or I'm not supposed to cry. Mm-hmm. But, and, and then other Christians look bad on us when we do. So what, in your opinion, when you're sitting in that pew and you heard those words from Pastor Rick and Tyler, mm-hmm. when they spoke about your parents, did that give you permission to say, oh, well, I'm not going to grieve? Or did it speak to you as in, um, well, that, that's just them saying that we're not supposed to grieve? Hmm. Um, I never really thought about that. I, you know, I, I don't really know how to answer that. I mean, I... I don't really know how to answer that. I, I didn't really, I don't know how I felt, you know. Um, so I've heard a lot of Christians yeah. say, oh, we're not supposed to grieve. Oh, you don't grieve. You're not supposed to grieve. The, you know, pastors say you're not supposed to grieve. You don't grieve like the world grieves. Well, how does the world grieve? Hmm. What's that difference? Like as a Christian, where does that happy balance fall? Because when I'm sitting in my car and having an overwhelming moment of grief, Am I still Christian at that point? Do I still have my walk with God, even though that I'm sad and having a moment where memories are overwhelming me and I'm crying? Mm -hmm. We have a very close friend who is dear to my heart, who has gone through major grief in the last, what, three years? Mm -hmm. Where she's lost, you know, roommates and cousins and parents and... um she's just, she's been, and sisters, and she's just been overwhelmed one right after the other. I mean, it days and sometimes weeks between them, but it's not been where she's had multiple breaks. And she's, you know, loves Christ. She goes to church. She spends time with Jesus. She went to the beach today and spent time with God. And just, she knows who God is. She walks her walk and talks her talk just like everybody else. But to her, grief is those overwhelming emotions that take her down and make her want to spend days on top of days in her room by herself. To me, grief is sitting in my car and crying. What is grief to you? You're asking me? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a guy, um, but, you know, because I don't have any issues with being emotional uh, or, or, or crying or whatever, but um, you know, I, I've, I've once said this and, and I, sometimes I think people think bad of me for saying this because I've said this and some people just kind of look at me. Well, well that's weird. Um, we know you're weird. We've well, established that yeah, already. But like, you know, I, I think grief affects me more and you know, we've talked about this before. Uh, I mean, obviously off air mm-hmm. is I think for me, it, it really manifests more into, I just get kind of this, I wouldn't even say it's depressed because I don't feel depressed, but I, I just become unmotivated. That's depression. Like I don't want to do anything, mm-hmm. you know, just, I mean, I don't, you know, 
crawl in the bed and cover my head up. It's just, it's unmotivated at times. Um, right. Like after you right. died, you yeah. had a real hard time going back, getting back yeah. into the group like, of things that yeah. work. Right. Exactly. You kind of procrastinated yeah. a lot. But, you know, I, I, to this day, I haven't had a, a breakdown moment. I haven't cried. I haven't gotten upset. You know, songs, you know, I'll, I'll hear them or things I'll see will, will bring back memories, but, but I don't necessarily have a breakdown moment. I actually probably felt more torn up or more emotional uh, when we had to put our dog down, our, not the, our current one. Is he still oh, good? Yeah. She's sitting Is beside sitting me. Right <laughs> um, uh, the one that we had, Allie, uh, we had a, 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 a lot of people know who that a is, golden yeah. retriever that was with us for, for what, 11 years, 10, 11 years. Oh, I don't remember how long we had but, her. Um, and we had to put her down. And so she was one of the best dogs yeah. ever. And so I was in the room when they administered the, the medicine and I couldn't do it. You know, that, I don't know, that messed with me. And, and I think, at least for me, I think the difference is that with, a, with an animal, with a pet, especially that's mm-hmm. in your home, it's with you every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, it relies on you for its livelihood. Yeah. I mean, if you stop feeding it, it dies. If you stop letting it... It's like a, a baby, yeah. It's like a baby. And I think for that, you know, um, it affected me more than losing my own parents. Now, is that messed up? Is that weird? Does that make me, you know, some cold hearted person? I don't know. I don't think so. But that's, that affected me more than losing my parents in some ways. So what does the Bible say about grief? Does the Bible tell us not to grieve? I don't think so. You don't think it's against the Bible to talk to, not at all. Not at all. Some people do. Some, some Christians say, Oh, well, pastors say we shouldn't grieve. They need to get a new pastor. I've, I've never, I mean, well, and that's, and I, I think they take that funeral message out of context when they say that. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of baby Christians sit at funerals and they hear, you know, we don't mourn or we don't grieve like the world grieves. And then they take it and say, oh, well, we shouldn't grieve. Yeah. You shouldn't grieve. You know where they are. You know where they well, are. Well, and two, as, as Satan likes to do, and, and this is what it says about him in the Bible. You know, he's he knows the, enough of well, the Bible to manipulate well, it. He's the accuser of the brethren, meaning mm-hmm. that he loves condemnation. So, um, you know, he would love to swoop in there and and condemn you and go, "Well, wait a minute, mm-hmm. you're you're a you're such you're such a great Christian, and 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 you know you you say you know mm-hmm. where they are. So why are you struggling with this? Right, exactly. You know, and yep. so that's that's what he likes to do. Oh, and he does it quite frequently, mm-hmm. especially the closer you get to God, the more he wants to be around mm-hmm. you. Satan likes it when you're close. Yep. Um, so the scriptures say that we can survive. That's all it's for. It's not for us to condemn each other. It's not to allow Satan to condemn us or to judge us or judge each other. The only person that can judge is God. So we should probably stop telling people not to grieve <laughs> Yeah. and um, yeah. allow that. Pastors, and check yourself. Check yourself. Um, like for my sister, um, and if she's listening, I love you very much. Um, she struggled a lot with her relationship with God between the time that mom died and the time that daddy died. And um, even still a little bit um, kind of back and forth with God on, you know, who she is and her identity in him. Not that she didn't have a relationship, just her identity was in question to her. Um, And she has not fully spoken to me about um, 
her grief with either one of our parents um, or our grandmother, um, who we were all close to. So she has um, she has not come through and, and sat down and talked to me about her grief. I just, this is from seeing her and the things that she struggled with. Um, she learned to lean on Christ shortly after daddy died. Um, and she spent a lot of time um, just constantly searching and, and picked up things that she thought might help, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not going into any great detail, but just things outside of what the word says that we should do. And she didn't fully understand what she was doing. Um, I don't believe. And until she decided that she had had enough of just the constant overwhelming grief and decided that it was time to start looking at memories and start looking at the positives in life and start leaning more on God and what he says about her. Um, And then once she did that, she was able to um, kind of renew herself in Christ and renew her relationship with him and be able to handle the grief that she's been working through. And so I've seen a big change in her since then, um, since she has stepped up and said, you know, I have a relationship with God. I don't have to have it look like my sisters. I don't have to have it look like my husband's. It doesn't have to look like my daughter's. It just has to look like who I am in Christ. And so in that, she has been able to um, just kind of pull back the curtain and look at where she stands and how she's, sorry, that was Izzy, um, and <laughs> life with a dog, um, and how she feels um, she's supposed to mourn. So she she does still mourn. We both do. I mean, even, you know, having uh, our parents' birthdays less than a month or almost exactly a month from Mother's Day, you know, there's still that moment where she wants to know more about mama and, and memories that we as her daughters could have sat and listened to, you know, our, I was 21, Tiffany mm-hmm. was 19 when uh, mama died. So we could have had memories for years, like the um, cancer, uh, what's the name of it? Relay for Life. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, their slogan is, so we can have more birthdays or so we can have more memories. And we used to say the same thing. You know, we would have loved to have seen, you know, our mother at our daughter's birthday parties. I mean, she got to go to both of our boys' first birthdays, um, but she was not there at, you know, our daughter's first birthday or my niece's and my nephew's first birthdays. And so um, we would have loved to have had those memories and we would have loved to have been able to sit down and say, hey, what did you do in this situation? Or how did, how would you handle this? And we didn't get that. And so, you know, you, you start to turn towards what you, trying to form my words, um, you start to turn towards what you think she might have said or what she, what you think she might have done but you don't have that. And, you know, it, it. when you live a life where your parents were some of your best friends, like our parents were, yeah. because we traveled so much, um, it's hard to lose them before you can make the memories that you need to survive. Yeah. You know, so one of the things that, that Spotify, which hosts our podcast, now you may be hearing this somewhere else. You may have heard it on Apple Podcasts or 
Google Podcast or Audible, Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. But on Spotify, it actually allows you to post polls. And I think one of the questions we asked uh, leading up to this episode was, you know, how do you deal with grief? And I, I, I you know, I believe one of the one of the options was, you know, bury it, hide it, just mm-hmm. ignore it. Um, I think the other one was, you know, um, embrace it and 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 you know, cry through it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other one that I put was to blame God, and that's something a lot of people do. Yep. Yep. I think for years, um, my sister blamed God for my mother's death. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I ever blamed God. I saw it as a blessing, um, only because she was hurting and I could see yeah. it. And yeah. um, you don't want that for your family or your friends. Um, you really don't want that for anybody. I don't. I don't care to see people hurting. I'm. I'm pretty much full of joy and enjoy my life and and want people around me to enjoy their lives. Um, but um, a lot of people bury. A lot of people stuff down and say, yep. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not hurting today. I'm not doing that today. And that's not healthy at all. Mm-mm. Sets up depression and <laughs> multiple other issues. Multiple. It, it truly, honestly sets up your body for failure. Mm-hmm. Um, physically, a lot of um, doctors will tell you when you stuff down your feelings of um, guilt and shame and anger and bitterness and those kinds of things that come from grief and mourning that you um, end up causing yourself to have more physical problems. Um, depression that sets in will cause you to hurt in multiple ways, physically, not just mentally. And so stuffing it is not good for you physically or mentally and emotionally. Yep. So, I mean, the name of this podcast is Living in Freedom Every Day. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, what are some of the ways that you have or maybe you recommend to people to to get freedom over the hangup of dealing with crippling grief. So we'll talk more in episodes nine and 10 this season about the ways that you can um, truly and once and for all start the healing process um, and give you some practical steps then. But with um, each episode, we'll try to give you one or two things that you can just kind of hang on. Um, My first and foremost is to get to know Jesus. Mm. That's going to be your yeah. your best bet. If you don't know our Lord and Savior, you're not um, you're not going to heal the way that you need to. Yeah. Um, and it's as simple as saying, "I just want to know you," and start talking to Him. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to see you saved, and would love to pray the salvation prayer with you. But um, being that this is a podcast, that's kind of hard to do. Well, um, I mean, there you know, and that's the thing. Uh, if you it, can contact us on. Well, we'll get to that in a minute, but, but I mean, honestly that, you know, if you just want to email us, you know, if you want us to pray with you, mm-hmm. you can do that. Um, the email address is life ministry podcast ministries, ministries, life ministries, podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com life ministries, podcast at gmail.com. Just email us. We'll check our email. Uh, you know, and if it's a situation where you would like more information about, um, you know, God and Jesus, or if you have questions, you know, we'll be happy to contact you to pray with you. Right. So, yeah. Yep. Anytime. Uh, also on Facebook, you can leave a direct message. You can direct message on Instagram, any of those as well. You can contact us. We'd be more than happy. Um, when people ask me to pray for them or pray with them, I do it right then. 
Um, I will write out an entire prayer, starting with Daddy God, because that's how I pray, <laughs> and ending with everybody says, and then you just fill in that amen mm-hmm. as you read it. So um, we we don't have a bit of problem um, writing you back and helping you pray through what it is, whatever it is that we need to help you with. You know, you said something right there that I think is key. And it's key, honestly, to this freedom thing that that you and I have walked in and experienced and coached Praise other God, people yeah. through. And that is, you know, you you refer in your prayer language or prayer, when you're praying mm-hmm. to God as daddy God. And when I talk to other yeah. people, yeah. And I think it's interesting because, you know, just like maybe we shouldn't sometimes with our <laughs> earthly fathers, you know, we get angry at them. We All might, the time. we might lash out. We might, we might get, yell or raise our voice. Still do it to daddy God too. Yeah. And I was about to say, the cool thing is, is that he already when, knows why not? Right. When you learn to, to recognize your heavenly father as you know what, he can handle it. Mm-hmm. He, yes, he's God and he's sovereign, mm-hmm. but he can handle it. And so on those days when you're mad and you're frustrated and you're yep. like, I don't understand, God. Why did I don't you... like this? I hate you right now. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk to you. That's the day you want to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. And he can handle that. And there's yep. there's freedom in that. Yep. In knowing that no matter what you say to him, um, no matter how you speak to him, yeah, he's not going to be disappointed in you. In fact, right. he is drawn to your brokenness. He's yep. drawn to that. That actually attracts him. And he's in, and that's the time that you need. You know our pastor back home shares a story about one of his kids that really got in trouble. And we have one story like yeah, that. You yeah. know, and, and, and usually when you get in trouble, the last thing you want to do is call your parents, yep. but that's, or go sit on your mama's couch, right, but that's yep. the time you need them the most. Yep. You know, our middle child had an incident where he needed me and I was disappointed in him and he knew that. And he called me and said, I'm coming over. And I said, okay. And he came over and he sat on our couch and he was grown and living on his own at the time. And, that was the first thing he said was, remember when PC says, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you never need, I never needed you more than I need you right now. Yep. He said, I need you mama. And I, I, I know you're disappointed in me and I know I've, I've messed up, but I need you. And yeah. it wasn't, I wasn't disappointed. I was hurt and he, but he, he was exactly right. He needed me. He needed me to walk with him, hold his hand and do what needed to be done. Yeah. Um, when we lose a pet, a job, a friend, a marriage, uh, mourning is okay. It's not, we're not supposed to stop mourning, um, just because we're Christian. I mean, we have feelings too. We feel things just as prevalent as most people, sometimes more, um, talking to people, remembering, taking time to sit in your grief. All of that is exactly what you need. Um, Stop telling people grief is bad. It is not. Grief is an emotion. It is when you allow it to overtake you to become who you are. That's when grief turns bad. So grieve. Spend time yeah. grieving. It's yeah. it's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel the loss. Um, it's okay 20 years later. It's okay 20 minutes later. It doesn't matter. Um, whatever you feel you need to do to get through that time period. Yeah. Um, we want to connect with you. And so in this moment, we know that you um, are going to need to reach out if you have a problem with grief or if you feel like you just can't get through it. So what are some ways that they can do that? Well, there's going to be this guy at the end of this podcast with this, Ooh. With this really sexy voice. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's going to yes, tell you. Yes, we are married, and yes, this is how we talk to each other. That's going to tell you all that stuff. But I do have a pretty cool announcement. Woohoo! Drum roll. We have a brand new website. It Woo-hoo! is live. And it is looking really sharp, thanks to a good friend of mine, Terry Lamar. Terry's uh, the best. Yeah, that name might not mean anything to a lot of you, but to, to me, that to means us. a lot. And, and uh, he hooked us up. So the uh, the website is live, and it is Life Ministries S W F L dot com. Life Ministries S W fl.com that stands for southwest florida mm-hmm. and that is that is going to be our home now that does not mean that's where you're going to go to necessarily uh, listen to the podcast because a lot of you already have the apps on your phone etc cetera, etc cetera. but that does mean there there will be links to the different podcast hosting sites that we're on um, there's going to be you know links to our social media sites so basically rather than you having to skip around and go to facebook you know by itself or instagram or whatever or or, or have or, to search yeah you you could just go to that hub. It's going to have stuff. It's also going to have uh, when you start speaking, <laughs> you know, it's going to have your speaking calendar. It's when going the to book have comes out. Yeah, how to get the book, you know, stuff like that. So that's going to be our home. Again, Life Ministries, SWFL.com. Speaking yes. of prayer. It's time for our um, biweekly prayer. So, Father God, thank you so much. Thank you, Daddy, that you love us, that you want us to be with you, Father God, and that no matter how our emotions um, take our topsy-turvy world and turn us inside out and upside down, you're still there to put the pieces back together. Father, thank you so much that you love us enough to allow us to mourn, Father, but in the meantime, that you're willing to wrap your arms around us, to thank us for being your child and, and for us to thank you for being our daddy, to love on us and to hold us and keep us together, Father. Father, we ask right now that you continue to move and bless each person under the sound of my voice, Father, that they love you and honor you, Father, and that they come into a relationship with you like no other. We thank you for all that you do, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Keep listening this season as we explore the different types of grief. Speak to some of those people who have experienced them. Learn how to heal with the help of the ultimate daddy. And in the process, live in freedom every day. Thank you for joining us for the Living in Freedom Everyday Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Let us know how we can pray for you. You can email us at lifeministriespodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's lifeministriespodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram, facebook.com slash lifeministriescharitymiller and Instagram, life underscore ministries. We can't wait to hear from you. God bless you. And remember, until we join you again, to live in freedom every day.